Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Uh, We know that the second gentleman, Doug Imhoff, uh, husband of Kamala Harris, Vice President of the United States, uh, is expected to visit Bryce Canyon National Park uh, this weekend for the 4th of July. Uh, His trip comes uh, as part of the Biden administration's tour to celebrate some of the low COVID-19 numbers and higher percentages of people getting vaccinated across the country. And uh, very pleased uh, to have Jeff Merchant, who was very gracious to to wait for the president. Uh, so that's a that's a good thing to, uh, for you to do, Jeff. But uh, let's break down a little bit about uh, this visit from the second gentleman, uh, Doug Imhoff. Uh, what do you know about this visit? What do you expect to see tomorrow? Yeah, so, you know, I think in a lot of ways it's going to be similar to what we heard with President Biden just a minute ago. I think this is a tour that's happening with uh, the president, the vice president, the first lady, and the second gentleman. They're, they're headed all over the country to talk about uh, COVID-19, about our country starting to open up again. There's certainly going to be continued talk about getting vaccinated, but um, we made a lot of progress over the last six months, and I think that that in many ways they're trying to celebrate us as a country, trying to come together and, and overcome this pandemic as a group. Yeah, and I do, I do think that is so important. And, uh, again, whether you're on the left, right, center, or anywhere in between, uh, these are things that we can set aside our politics and come together for the for the good of the country. Uh, Jeff, I do want to get to some of the politics of this. There, there does seem to be an interesting uh, thrust of late uh, from the administration. Uh, we know that we had uh, Dr. Jill Biden, uh, first lady, was uh, out here in Utah earlier this year. Uh, we also know that uh, both she and uh, uh, Doug Imhoff will be uh, in Phoenix on Wednesday. And it seems to be that there is a uh, a focus more and more on the southwest portion of the United States. And uh, from a Democratic Party standpoint, uh, is that part of an ongoing strategy of, hey, the, there's a lot of people in these areas that uh, probably align just as well with the Democrats as they do with the Republicans? Yeah, I mean, I think that there certainly is a recognition from both the the National Party, the DNC, as well as the administration that um, after many, many years of not focusing very much on this part of the country, that uh, there's a lot more the Democrats have in common with the people of Arizona, of Nevada, of Colorado, of New Mexico, and certainly of Utah than um, than anybody really has has recognized in the past. Now, you know, look, I mean, Utah, a lot of these Western states have a we all have a libertarian streak to us. Um, but I think that what we're seeing is more and more as the population in our communities gets bigger and bigger, that there are issues that uh, we're willing to focus on and we're willing to uh, address to make the community better for all of us. Yeah. Uh, you just had uh, your convention uh, here in the state of Utah, the Democratic 
party convention. Uh, you're, you're back for another term. I know that's both a uh, condolence and congratulations moment for you. Uh, talk about the hard work and heavy lifting far away from the microphones and cameras. Uh, but what was the general sense there uh, in terms of Utah Democrats? Are they feeling pleased about the Biden administration? What's the general sense? Yeah, you know, I think that um, you, you would have you would not have imagined this a year ago, right? When we had, um, well, maybe a little more than a year ago now, when we had what you know, fifteen, twenty candidates, all sorts of people running at, to uh, you know face off against Donald Trump, and uh, here we are uh, in in July 2021, and it really does seem like Democrats all across the spectrum whether they're moderate or whether they're relatively progressive, generally happy with the way that President Biden has behaved. Now, I think that in part, as funny as that may seem, uh, it's because of this almost nonpartisan approach he's taken to so many things. I mean, certainly he's a Democrat. Certainly he's come out on some issues. But, you know, this idea of being the consoler in chief, being the, the person to kind of be the uniter, uh, I think that Democrats across the spectrum have appreciated that. I think a lot of independents and Republicans have as well. Uh, that's uh, that's great. Great insight, uh, as always. Uh, Jeff, we appreciate you joining us here. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.